We have hay reports that are coming in all across the country. Lots of market information to go through. Feeder calf prices, crew, they're on the rise. Let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners. A big howdy-do goes out to our partners, and this is quite a lineup. The American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, the Montana Hereford Association, the Crown of the Continent Tour. I'm going to tell you more about that coming up in a little bit. Medora Boot and Western Wear. RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Now, here's what we've got lined up for y'all today. The latest news to start it out, of course, sale barn reports from Oklahoma and Kentucky. I've got hay reports coming in from Georgia, Texas, and California. Lots of market information to go through. Just we, We've got it all packed full. We've got lots more as we head into today's Cow Country News, brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and Gene endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Always proud to have Wrangler embroidered across my jackets, on my shirts, all of the Ranch It Up and Tigger Swipe. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, here's the heading. North Platte is expected to invest in sustainable beef. The proposed sustainable beef processing plant announced North Platte, Nebraska, will likely receive a million dollars from the North Platte Quality Growth Fund. This is great news. In March, a group of Nebraska cattlemen and businessmen announced plans to build the new facility under the name Sustainable Beef LLC. We've been hearing all sorts of reports across the country of these various different smaller packing plants that are popping up. David Briggs, CEO of Sustainable Beef, said the plant will process right around 400,000 head per year, 100,000 of which will be cows. Now, the big four packers do not process cows. He said the plant would fill a need in the beef market and should employ right around 875 workers and is expected to generate another 1,000 jobs in supporting businesses. Heck, yeah, that's good news. Now, in other news, veteran market analyst by the name of Kevin Good just gave America's cow-calf producers the green light for higher prices, looking all the way into 2025. I hope that's the situation. Now, Good, who started working with Cattle Facts back in 1982, today is vice president of industry relations for the organization and covers the fed cattle markets and analyzes supply and demand, production trends, weather, and other factors that affect the cattle and commodity businesses. The analyst's outlook for the cow-calf sector highlighted seven factors i'm going to go through them that kind of all appear to line up in favor of producers moving forward the first one he says leverage is going to shift now he says moving forward supplies of cattle will continue to decline and at the same time existing processing plants are expanding and new ones are being built as i just mentioned This expanded demand means the leverage component shifts away from the packers with more dollars moving into the hands of cattle producers. I sure hope so. Number two, he says inventory liquidations continue. This one is interesting. He says looking at the beef cow inventory for 2021, he says the herd is forecast down 180,000 head. He says for 2022, another 400,000 head will likely drop out. 
He says, looking forward to 2023, the industry may well be down another 250,000 head. Number three, he says, beef demand is the best that it's seen in 30 years. I can't agree with that more. Number four, he says, steer and heifer slaughter numbers are dropping. Number five, he says, exports are strong and growing. He said for the 2021 season, beef export numbers are projected to be up 15%, a trend that he expects to continue into 2022. Number six, he calls it, uh, excuse me, price expectations, quote unquote. For the next 12 months, he says, the expectation is for higher prices. Woohoo! Probably, he says, the highest since November of 2015. He said the cash market is still under range compared to the futures market, and he anticipates better to come. This is all good, uh, good news. And number seven, he says, the dairy side is growing, and we're going to have more on this. Listen to this crew. Good noted, large changes in the dairy industry over the last few years, one of which is the use of beef on dairy genetic crosses. Like I said, we're going to have more on this. This is becoming big business. Dairy cow inventory has been growing with 100,000 additional head forecasts this year and another 50,000 head for 2022. Now, I am curious of how that is going to relate to the herd liquidation that was number two on that list that he said in 2021, down 180,000 head for 22, another 400,000 head, and then the, the uh, forecast for 2023 saying that he's looking that it may well be down another 250,000 head. But all around, I'm, I'm saying this is hashtag Tigger approved if it is higher prices all the way around. Sure hoping so. Our Lay Em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads Oklahoma. That is who takes care of our swag. You have asked for swag. It's available online. That's how easy it is, crew. Go to ranchitupshow.com. You can order. You can shop. You can pay and purchase right there online. Ranchitupshow.com. Head to Facebook. We've got stuff on there, too. It's the latest Ranch It Up gear. I've got a pile of it sitting right beside me. We have Okay, it's just real cool. You just got to head to ranchitupshow.com. Today, we're heading to OKC West. That's in El Reno, Oklahoma. A recap from last week. Just a tick over 5,800 head is what I'm going to tell you about. They called the feeder steers one to three higher. The feeder heifers, they said, traded three to five dollars higher. High demand on the lightweight cattle, as we've seen and as we've heard as I've been reporting these video sales over the last 30 days or so. All right. I've got very specific classes to tell, or excuse me, weight groups to tell you about from El Reno. Here we go. 510 to 540 weight steers. This is the top end here, of course, from $1.79 to $1.84 in El Reno. Again, 550 to 590 weights, $1.71 to $1.81. 613 to 643 weights, $1.67 to $1.73. 660 to 690 weights, $1.61 to $1.7050. Big bunches here, 755 to 790 weight steers, $1.51 to $1.71. The weight range, 814 to 830, from $1.5435 to $1.56. 860 to 880 weights, $1.45. To a dollar fifty-four and a quarter, nine sixteen to nine twenty weights, 
at a dollar forty-eight to a dollar fifty-one seventy-five, and then nine seventy to nine eighty weights, a dollar forty-one and a quarter to a dollar forty-five and a half on the heifer side. 610 to 640 weights, $1.49 to $1.57. A big run to tell you about from 658 up to 697 weights, to be very exact, $1.47 to $1.53. 705 to 740 weights at $1.48.5 to $1.51.5. 750 to 785 weights at $1.43.5 to $1.46. 810 to 840 weights at $1.41 to $1.44, and then 850 to 880 weights at $1.40.5 to $1.44 as well. Now, moving to Bluegrass Dockyards, Richmond, Kentucky, reporting from last week, they called their feeder cattle steady to $2 higher. Now, on the steers, these are value-added cattle is what they're classified. I've got some heavyweight steers, 973 to 992 weights, at a dollar thirty-nine seventy to a dollar forty sixty, and then a thousand three to a thousand twenty-four weights, a dollar thirty-three to a dollar thirty-five. On the heifer side, also what they called value-added cattle, seven sixteen weights, a dollar forty-five sixty, seven eighty-five weights at a dollar forty, eight seventy-one weights at a dollar thirty-six twenty-five. And again, that is a recap from the Bluegrass Stockyards in Richmond, Kentucky. Appreciate it, crew. Our hay reports heading to Texas where they called demand was steady to weak because of pasture conditions improving due to recent rainfall. They called the large squares of premium alfalfa at around 290 a ton, 300 all the way up to three and a quarter. On the grass hay, round bales, kind of a wider range here in Texas. They called them at 150 to 200 a ton. And then getting a text message in from California. They're calling alfalfa in Southern California. Right now, he says, premium at 230 a ton, good quality alfalfa at 195. Turn in those reports to me, crew, of whatever you need to talk about or report. You can send me a text message, 707-726-2420. That's 707-RANCH20. Do you get it? Got it. You can fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, or fire me a message over any one of the social media apps. We're hanging out. We're online pretty much 24-7. Boom. Tigger Tour 21. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land, follow me along the Tigger Tour 21, proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Go online and tell them Tigger sent you at Medora Boot. Dot com Coming up next week is the Bighorn Classic from Superior Livestock, August 16th through the 20th. Not next week, I'm sorry, the week after from Superior Livestock, broadcasting from Sheridan, Wyoming. And speaking of next week now, and broadcasting from CattleCon 21, the annual NCBA convention and trade show. Beck and I are going to be there. Be sure to follow Facebook and Instagram we're going to be doing lots of live broadcasts. That is next week, Wednesday and Thursday. So be sure to follow us along. Jump back on Facebook and on Instagram. We're going to be bringing you all sorts of updates and reports from CattleCon 21. And now I'm going to throw it to break for these very important commercial messages. Pay attention now. I got to take a breath, but thanks for hanging with me. I know I had a lot of information to go through. Coming up next, bringing in my partner. We're talking more of the cow stuff.
Hereford Cattle in Montana in the fall. Crew, does life get any better than this? Join the Montana Hereford Association for the Crown of the Continent Tour, September 13th through the 15th, touring historical Montana landmarks, premier Hereford cattle, and stunning activities and vistas. And don't forget, immediately following the tour is five full days of elite Hereford production sales. Contact the Montana Hereford Association for tickets at montanahereford.org, September 13th through the 15th. Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years' experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your livestock transportation needs. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by the American Gelvy Association. Learn more about the Balancer Edge program at gelvy.org. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. And crew, my guest for today's Cattle Battle is actually the ramrod of the show, the boss. Beck, welcome to Ranch It Up. You, It's been a while since you've been. Why, thank you. It has been quite us. a while since. I mean, I'm sure you've all heard my voice on the commercials, but it has We've been a while since I've been yeah. on the actual show. I think the last time I had the crud, didn't you? And you went and you did the news and the markets. Oh my gosh, we're talking back everything. during calving season yeah. then. It's been a while. So here's what I would like for you to come on the show more often. In fact, why don't you just be on the show every week? Let's just do I that. I don't even know what to let's say. Just, let's just it make it not, easy. Okay, I guess that's already been done, said, yes, it's already it's decided. happened. Okay. Already decided. <laughs> it's set in stone. Hey, crew, uh, I mentioned at the uh, just a little bit ago at the top of the show that we will be here in a few days, depending upon when you're listening to this, we're going to be in Nashville, ten- Tennessee, excuse me, for CattleCon21, hashtag CattleCon21 for the NCBA Annual Convention and Trade Show. Not normally this time of year. No, it isn't. Usually, I think it takes place the end of January, right correct. before calving starts. You are correct. So, it, a lot of times, it's a treat. Depending upon where you are, we may be flying into some warmer country and uh, maybe getting a break or getting prepared for calving. But nonetheless, we will be live from Nashville, Tennessee, a number of different times, meaning on social media, right? Oh, yes. Facebook. We'll be on Facebook. We'll be able to put the reels, a video that we take. We'll put on Instagram as well. I don't even know how to work that stuff, so ah. you know how to do that. Well, just make sure everybody who has social media accounts Follow look us. up Ranch It Up Show and at A with the Circle, Ranch It Up Show. And follow if you us. don't like and follow us, jump on board. Here's the other thing that I'm going to mention to everyone because this is one of my uh, favorite places to go because we get the opportunity to see a lot of people in a very very short amount of time so if there's somebody that that uh, you listening if you'd like us to go and talk to or you have a question for whomever uh, get a hold of us and we will go visit with them because we're going to as you said be live a number of different times via social media from the trade show floor and those of you listening just come up and say a big howdy do Please do introduce yourselves, especially, you know, we want to know who our fans and followers are. And that is a great point. If you have an idea, a topic, people that we should meet or interview, we want to hear about it. I agree. I'm going to echo the same thing that Tigger just did. And don't be afraid because the microphone may come out. I I mean, that's just normally how it works. But no, come up, Uh, say howdy do. This has happened every single time 
you and I have traveled, even though a lot of people, we've been shut down here for a while, but it happens every time that we go someplace, somebody comes up and, and will remind us of an episode that they listened to three months ago or something that we said or, you know, and they come up and say, how do you do and take pictures and all that. It just happened here recently, just last week. It did. It did. But that's what's fun about our job is we're actually getting out and seeing everybody. And we're Finally. excited for our first bigger convention in quite some time. So please come out, say hello. So with that, everybody, if you want us to talk to some people on your behalf or ask questions, you can get a hold of us anytime. Send me a text at 707-726-2420. It's 707-RANCH20. Fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And then, as Beck said, that little I with the circle thingy, that's where you can look us up via social media and get a hold of us there as well. If you got questions for us, stick around. More of Ranch It Up when we come back. Hey, Beck, I've got a cattle quiz for you. Okay, what you got for me? What breed oh, of cattle, cattle came quizzes. to the, Oh, I know, they're so much fun, right? What breed of cattle came to this country in 1971 and has had a huge influence on the cattle business? Um, the females, try this. The females are known for fertility, quiet temperament, longevity. I've got an idea. In the feed yard now, they offer increased performance, improved feed efficiency, and excellent carcass merit. And more pounds of calf weaned per cow exposed. Bam, got it. You're talking about Gelvy, the continental mm, breed of choice. That's right, there it is. If you have the feeder cattle, get them age and source verified through the Balancer Edge program. If you don't have the females, purchase some this fall and use the bulls. That is the plant and Gelvy is the breed. Gelvy and Balancer, the smart, reliable, and profitable choice. Learn more about the plant at gelvy.org. Kurt Donsbach with Stone X, a division of Daniel's Trading. Kurt, did I say that right? I had you on the show here a couple weeks ago, and I know that's a mouthful. To yes, sir, I believe you did. Okay, I'm glad that you are with us, with the crew. Like I said, I introduced you a couple weeks ago because you're going to come in now, um, kind of a regular with us for a while, to do some market updates, some market analysis, filling in for Shaley as their family is expanding. And I will be passing along that information when I know more about that to y'all because I know you're curious about that. But, Kirk, let's just dive right into this. What happened last week in our markets? I'm going to ask you what happened, and then I'm going to ask you why. Well, to start off, I'm a broker, so i got to throw some prices out there. I mm-hmm. can't help myself. August feeders. Closed at 158 on Friday, uh, roughly down $5 on the week, but they had a very good week the week before. So all in all, kind of trending sideways. August live closed at 122, up a dollar roughly. September corn closed at 547, uh, up three cents. Where the rubber hits the road is the CMA feeder cattle index. That's the, the cash average or, or the average cash price of the cattle that we sell. That was at one fifty four oh four, two dollars higher Friday to Friday. So the cash price, on an average, that that the Cowboys are seeing was up two dollars. That's very good news. Okay, uh, I'm, of, I'm gonna sorry, I'm gonna dive in there. You said that was the uh, the CME feeder index, right? Yes, sir. The CME feeder cattle index. Okay, and you and and you said we were talking off air, and and you said that's one that that you follow specifically a lot. Correct. It is. The futures can get a little abstract and sometimes quite frustrating as it doesn't represent uh, as closely as we'd like to the, the prices that we're getting paid. 
the feeder cattle index is actually the average of the prices that we are getting paid at the stockyards uh, for a specific, you know, 800 pound steer. Okay, that's that was going to be my next uh, my next question is what kind of weight class does that CME feeder index represent? So you said a, an eight weight steer. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. okay. So just kind of a excuse me, kind of a cross section snapshot. It generally speaking, this is what the previous week they've done. So can we, because that's a, and I'm kind of pinning down on the, on the feeder index. It's interesting. Is that something that, that we can use as, as a part of our uh, marketing plan or, or is that get kind of a broad one where, well, gosh, that's, that's, you know, you're, you're kind of trying to shoot at something a thousand yards away with a shotgun. Uh, it's a little bit of a thousand yard shot because it's such a, a wide spectrum of animals. You know, you got Texas to Montana, you got grade ones to twos, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I definitely want to use that 154 as an indicator of what my Montana six weight calf would be, dire- you know, directly. However, the trend in that cash price is what I follow very specifically and is very important to me. And so probably the key word of what I just reported, the 154 feeder cattle index two dollars higher friday to friday is not the 154 but it's the two dollars higher friday to friday so cash prices are trending have trended two dollars higher week over week hey the other thing that i wanted to touch on that we were we were talking off air and uh that is uh you said boxed beef prices significantly higher was that right that is correct um box beef box prices in the Friday p.m. report, and I always, I always document them and report them Friday, Friday p.m. to Friday p.m., uh, were reported at 278 choice. That's up almost $12 week over week. And again, back to trend. That's significant because we all know we hit the, you know, the 330 or whatever the high was, uh, peaked out, and then felt kind of started falling apart. Mm-hmm. Of course, no one feels feels too bad for the packer with the profit margins there. Right. They're getting. But last year, that continued to fall all the way to 210, I believe. Last week, uh, the decline, I think it was only a $2 decline in box beef prices last week. And then this week, having it bounce off of that and go up almost $2 is significant again as we watch the trend. So there is some indication that box beef prices might have found a bottom. And if that was true, it would be at a very high you know, say 260 roughly bottom, which would be very significantly bullish to beef demand. So bringing this back home to you and I selling calves, fixing to maybe wean some calves here, maybe we, because of drought or too much rain, we got to move cattle. Are we seeing opportunities that may present themselves very shortly? I, I, I know that's a broad spectrum and I guess marketing opportunities are every day, aren't they? Oh, absolutely every day. And I think that's the probably the most important if you if the audience learns anything is that there's a marketing opportunity every day now the choice may be to do nothing but there is an opportunity every day one of those opportunities if i take off my broker hat and put on my rancher hat you know these light calves are are pushing two dollars mm-hmm. uh, early september shipping and two dollar steers you know plus or minus depending on all the variables you have in your operation to me i think that's something especially if you're in this droughted out country and you're already grazing all your, your winter feed and, and hay short. You know, if you can ship early, get rid of those, preg early, get rid of those, 
because every day a fall grass that a guy can save is, is going to be worth a fortune in my opinion and i think that's an opportunity everybody should be looking at presently especially with these prices because that's the one silver lining we have in this horrible drought situation is is prices are are surprisingly bullish because a lot of times if you remember 10 years ago when texas went through that um that was not the case in the initial run of the drought as everybody liquidated kirk people wanting some more information how can they get a hold of you of course you can fire me that but if they want to talk to you directly and ask some questions and i know that's your favorite is talking one-on-one specific situations how can we pin you down Probably the handiest way would be to just subscribe to my newsletter, and you can do that by texting CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 33777. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now for my famous last words brought to us by Rough Ride Cattle Services. Need to give a big tip of the hat to Mr. Will Whitmire from Whitmire Farms in North Georgia for getting a hold of me, letting me know what hay prices are going on his outfit at Whitmire Farms. He's got lots of different kinds of hay, classes of hay available, lots of different grass mixes, small squares, big squares, rounds. Get a hold of Mr. Will at Whitmire Farms. And now that's going to do it for today, crew. A big thanks to all of you that called and texted and sent me messages regarding hay and cattle prices like Mr. Will did. I appreciate you. Rebecca Warner, she's really the one that, that kind of runs the show around here. And Kirk Donsbach for the market updates. Our partners, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, the Montana Hereford Association, the Crown of the Continent Tour, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, lastly, so glad y'all came with me one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us at Ranch It Up Show on Facebook. Send us an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text me 24-7 at 707-RANCH-20. That's 707-726-2420. It's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. I've received a pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally, just head to ranchitupshow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger approved Merck. Long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, ranchitupshow.com. Hold tight. Before I say fairly well, I need to answer a question from a listener, and quite frankly, a question that I can only assume others have had as well. Todd in Georgia asked, where can he catch up on older episodes of Ranch It Up? Well, Todd, I got news for you. Each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com. Just click on the episode link, and it takes us to all of our past shows, ranchitupshow.com.